welcome into a, um, I guess, kind of a special edition sports club. I am Jeremy, the Impact York. Uh, starting next week, the uh, the reboot reboot of the show should be up and going, kind of repackaging. Should be fun. We uh, we got the last little things nailed down, so uh, this will technically be the last sports club. It'll be something brand new next week. I hope you guys enjoy it. We've been working uh, super hard on all that. But uh, welcome in. Tons of stuff to get into. I'm, uh, I, I wanted to wait. I just I had I had this conversation with a, another media buddy of mine um, at uh, Gradic Sports, actually. And uh, I will get into something about that here in a second. Uh, you know, here locally, a lot of people uh, know who Gradic Sports is. If, if you don't know, they uh, they, they do a real good job with uh, high school and, and local sports out in the uh, uh, Carroll County area. They're in the Harrelson County. Uh, they're, they're, they're all out this way. Uh, they do a real good job with all of that. But uh, I was having this conversation uh, before and after they actually recorded their show tonight. I think it will be available Friday, depending on – this is Wednesday – for, uh, in case you're not listening to us uh, on the day we post this, but on Friday, uh, theirs will come out. But I was having it. I was like, "Yeah, uh, we considered doing this show on Monday. Uh, just had some things going on. On top of, I just had a feeling there were some other things I thought would break, and then some other things did instead. And uh, that's actually what I had talked to uh, to." Uh, my, uh, my contact there at Gradic Sports about, and that is about the following information, which I'm going to start with because it directly affects this show and also shows, yes, I do have sources. Um, so a couple days ago, I heard the news. We heard the news. ESPN has both these stories now, uh, including earlier today on one. But uh, just a couple days ago, we found out that the Sun Belt, or not the Sun Belt, the, uh, yeah, the Sun Belt, and the SEC, and I believe the ACC, and maybe even the Big 12 are all going to play, all plan to play football this fall. Outstanding. That's, that's outstanding news, right? For, for everybody who, uh, as long as they can do it safely, I, I'm all in for that. Um, you know, we cover one of the Sun Belt teams in Georgia State, the Panthers. So that's, that's one thing we'll potentially do in this fall. We're waiting to hear how exactly that could play out because, uh, you know, based off how it plays out is if we're available to cover them live or if we're going to do it uh, via feed or, or whatever that is and, and what our capacity could, you know, what we're going to do in the capacity of how we cover this as well. But uh, Sunbelt fans, SEC fans, ACC, like I said, I think the Big 12 as well. Looks like all systems are a go. Now, what broke earlier today? I had that confirmed a couple of days ago, too, but we didn't do the show yet. This broke mid-afternoon. I got it from a very reliable source. I was able to cross-reference it and uh, get the links and prove it, uh, including using the ESPN feed again. To uh, I always make sure before I come on here, I let you guys know when it's opinion. I let you guys know when it's fact. This was absolute fact. Just couldn't break it until right now because we were just not doing the show. The Big Ten, we know. The Pac-12, we know. Add the Big South to conferences that are not playing fall sports. 
as of right now. The Big South, of course, includes the other college football team that we are directly uh, in contact with and cover uh, cover their football program, the Kennesaw State Owls. This sucks. If you're an Owls fan, this sucks. But you got to think, um, this was not Kennesaw's decision. Kennesaw was still trying to figure out different things, just like this was not Ohio State's decision. This was not Oregon's decision. Um, a lot of the economies could be directly affected. Uh, not so much Kennesaw. I think they'll be okay. But um, Eugene, Oregon, you know, is uh, likes to make their, their college football money, among other things, especially quality sports. But Kennesaw, unfortunately, will not be playing football this I said this was the Big South decision. This was not Kennesaw's decision. They uh, not only agreed to to live with it, but uh, they, they, you know, it's governing body just told you you're not playing. You're not playing. But yeah, pass that on to Gratic Sports. So if you hear that on Friday, you're welcome. I will I will take partial credit for that. Um, I'm not in it for credit. I, I usually don't break. I usually don't, I'm not really in the breaking news business. I just happen to hear this, try to uh, get the information to them before their show, kind of pre-show, in case they want to talk about it, they could confirm it. Um, my my contact there actually uh, texted me back, then called me to say, hey, is it, I trust you, but is this for sure? And I said, yeah, you could bank on it. Now I can find you a link. I actually sent him a link to the, uh, the Big South article. But, yeah, it's it's a thing. So, as far as this show goes, we will continue to cover Kennesaw uh, football-related things. There will be things that will, will happen here and there. They're not saying that they necessarily can't, you know, reverse their decision and, and suddenly be playing. But as of right now, as of right now, KSU will not be playing football. Georgia State will. So, we'll do that going forward. Uh, let's see what there's so much to get into. There's just mountains and mountains of, of things we can we can discuss and talk about and get into. Make sure that I get you all of it. All right. Um, let's go. Well, we know UConn. UConn is not having football. They, uh, for the most part, they are an independent. Well, they are an independent, and for the most part, a lot of the people they would play are doing conference only games. I would be willing to bet Sun, the Sun Belt does a conference only. Uh, I know the SEC and the ACC are looking at that as well, which is why UConn kind of odds man out. Kind of the same thing happened on the Kennesaw level. About a third of their season had been canceled out for various reasons, different teams they would play. Kind of makes sense at this point. But no football for them. And here was an interesting thing to me. Scott Frost the head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He is doing a good job. It's going to take him a little while to uh, – he's doing a good job of rebooting that program. But Texas and Nebraska, two teams, used to be on top. They uh, they, they could be on their way. Yeah, they need a little bit of time. Um, when the Big Ten made their statement that there's no fall sports, especially football – Scott Frost said that uh, as far as he was concerned, if uh, he was going to try to find games, even if that meant outside the conference, to which the Big Ten commissioner replied, if you play games outside of the conference, when we said you should not be playing, 
Well, that may get that may get you kicked out of the Big Ten. So Scott Frost, I, I I get it. You got the you got the grapefruits there to step up and make a statement, and and it's a good statement. And I don't have a problem with you doing that. I do have a problem with you trying to buck the system enough where you're going to get kicked out of the Big Ten. So watch yourself because you don't want to get outside of the Big Ten because who's going to take you at that point? And there's, you know, the Big Ten and the SEC are kings in college football. Those are the two biggest ones. So if you get kicked out of the uh, first or second, depending on what you look at, biggest conferences, that's on you. Definitely on you. Um, I kind of want to, you know, I like to use real-life examples when I can. Um, think about something that, that means a lot to you. Something, it, it could be a necklace, it could be a ring, it could be uh, your lucky, your lucky charm of some kind, um, whatever it is. It's always meant a lot to you. Uh, I had this happen the other day, actually, uh, while I was playing golf. Um, uh, lost my ring. Lost, lost my ring, and uh, luckily we were able to find it, or actually the people, of course, found it. I was able to retrieve it, but um, in a way, because uh, the ring means everything to me, and I was glad to get it back, and it, it just proved to me, yeah, that I don't need a, a ring for the symbolism of the ring. I wanted the ring because you couldn't have... I could, I could get plenty of other rings that look just like it. Identical copies could... could could get those made with a little bit of effort. But I wouldn't have the original. And the original signified more to me than wearing any. I say that and I have that ring now. I'm staring at it. But in a way, what sports has meant to a lot of people is on a minor level, because what it means to me. Uh, what this what this ring means to me may be what a uh, family heirloom or a car or something would mean to you guys. Also, what things like the NBA and the NHL and baseball and the NFL mean to you guys, the fans, mean to people. And you didn't quite realize what these parts of your life, they weren't just hobbies or activities, you know, oh, we always get together and watch Brewers games when we can in the backyard, maybe fire up the grill. You know, what it means to watch um, Detroit Red Wings hockey games. What it means to watch MLS. Until all of a sudden we lost all these seasons back in March. Um, the NBA bubble, I would say 98% success. They've had like zero people test for the virus in the last handful of weeks. The NHL the same way. We get the, we're getting these seasons back, and we're getting that part of us back where we used to watch these. The camaraderie of watching these games, being able to go online, discuss them, call up your buddy, and go, "Wow, did you see how far Stanton hit that ball? Wow, can you believe? Can you believe Ovechkin with that pass? Can you believe?" Orlando City getting it to the final of the MLS is back. What these sports meant to us 
it, it was that part that was missing. And once you get it back, you are more than appreciative that you want to latch on now and never let go. I'll never let go of this ring as far as I can help it. But you'll never let go of this part of you because it is a part of you. Fans short for fanatics. Now that we get the NBA back, we get the NHL back, we've had the MLS back, baseball. Uh, we're going to get bits and pieces of college football, hopefully. Hopefully we get the NFL. I'm pretty, a lot more optimistic about the NFL than I am college football, but we're getting there. So for something that we lost, part of us that we lost, that we were able to get back, you latch on, you never let go. One of my life mantras has always been, you find a reason to fight. I'm not talking about UFC fighting. Another one that is that has helped rescue sports. I'm not talking about UFC as far as fighting. You find a reason to keep digging, keep pushing forward in life, and you never stop pushing forward, digging in. You never stop trying to get the job done, make the most of everything. And for a lot of people, getting sports back has proved to us that we got to keep moving. Got to keep moving forward. Got to keep moving forward. Um, let's see. What do we want to? Uh, I want to get into uh, congratulations to Colin Morikawa. He's he's like 20, 21, something like that. Won the PGA Championship at uh, minus thirteen. I'm not gonna say he came out of nowhere. He was he was hanging around the top for a majority of the tournament. But uh, congratulations to him. It's showing that not only is the PGA doing a good job putting on events. I mean, no fans there. We minimal fans in a lot of events. Found out the Masters in November is is not gonna have any fans as of right now. But Colin Murakawa coming in, showing everybody, hey, this kid can can hit long off the tee. You know, he can he can drive for show and he can putt for duck. Uh, two related things here. One, we had the altercation with the A's and the Astros. We're going to have altercations with the Astros a lot. We know that. Uh, but apparently, um, an Astros coach yelled at an A's player who, who hit an Astros player or came close or, I don't, who knows. Because wasn't watching the game. Who, who knows? Um, and the ace player charged the, the Astros dugout for whatever he said, which he probably shouldn't have said or shouldn't even, in my opinion, this coach shouldn't even be on the field anymore. You're going to act like that? I think you should spend it for the rest of the year. You incited a brawl because both benches cleared. To which, you know, baseball is already having the problem of people throwing at the Astros players and playing harder at them. But now you're you're letting somebody incite a brawl. That's that's why that coach should be gone. And come back next year. I don't care about that. But yeah, you, you basically started this, and then and then you wonder why people are, are continuing to throw at them. Um, the Astros are, are are mad that people are throwing at them. So baseball is a sport that polices itself. And by police itself, it has all these unwritten rules, all these different ways you can violate and take people off. And it's really annoying, honestly, in my opinion, these unwritten rules. 
Um, it's like it's a secret society, and you wonder why you can't get a new audience to watch. Uh, the games are okay. They, they have their ups and downs. They're fine. But you can't get people to tune in because, you know, it's all of a sudden, it's like trying to learn the English language. We make all these rules. The first thing you do is violate them. But, oh, no, no, there's these unwritten reasons why all these things happen. Okay, whatever. But the Astros, you guys want to know why people are still throwing at you and will for the rest of the year? How about the fact that you cheated and stole a World Series? You cheated. You straight up cheated. You got caught. The fact that the only people punished were the GM and the and the and the manager is completely stupid. Completely stupid. Because I mean, these guys may or may not ever uh, be able to do anything in baseball again. And yeah, they, but these these players should be punished. So how is the the game of baseball going to? punish these guys well the players are telling you right now we're coming at them we're sliding in hard we're throwing the ball at them we're gonna go up and in we're 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 gonna go tough on you because what you did is wrong and if they're not gonna take your championship and they're not gonna punish the players who were involved then as far as baseball and the players are concerned we're gonna throw at you we're gonna come at you hard what did you expect, Astros? You're just going to get a slap on the wrist? No, okay, we, whatever. You, you get to, yeah, you get to keep your championship. And we're not going to really do anything. No, somebody's coming after you. And, and it's the rest of baseball. So get used to it. Uh, we know the Cardinals had to postpone a bunch of games. I think they're back playing now. The Marlins had to postpone a bunch of games. They're back playing now. For the most part, everybody seems... Everybody seems to be almost back going again. And I believe the Marlins have 15 games to play in the next 20 days or so. Um, something like that. And everybody's going to try to get in their, their 60 games. We'll see how that particular works. But for the most part, baseball survived the best they could. Uh, like I said, uh, the Marlins have used like 42 players, which is about four more than, than some of the higher average teams. Uh, they they have, I think they're one of their middle infielders is a former Olympian for speed skating. Apparently plays baseball too. Um, you know, doing what you got to do to survive at this point. Doing what you got to do to survive. So I applaud the efforts. Uh, I really thought baseball were going to, Baseball was going to pack it in, and they just weren't going to uh, just just go. You know what? We we gave it a shot. It just didn't work. We gave it the old college try, whatever that means. Gave it a shot. Didn't work. Instead, Rob Manfred said, "We're going to isolate these these uh, these small areas here. We're going to quarantine the people we need to. We're going to watch everybody else closely. And business as usual. If it gets worse, we'll go from there." And then it didn't get worse. So I, I applaud the efforts of baseball. They made this work. Now let's go to another, a more localized baseball thing where uh, the Braves are going to have to persevere and they're going to have to push forward. And who knows exactly what we're going to see. Maybe somebody steps up. Maybe uh, maybe the team is okay moving forward. But ace pitcher Mike Soroka tore his Achilles uh, a handful of games ago, 
It is, uh, for those who are squeamish, it is not worth looking up. It just trust me, he popped the Achilles. Um, you're looking minimum not, uh, have an Achilles, minimum eight to 10 months, if not 12. On recovery, uh, you got to be real careful with it, especially in Achilles. It's uh, it's rough. It's it's definitely rough. But uh, missing their ace, you know, obviously they're going to call people up and use people in the bullpen. They uh, they might go sign a street free agent. Who knows? But the Braves are not ready to pack it in. They've already said that they are going to move forward. They are going to continue to do the things that they have uh, been doing all year, and they're just going to have to do it without the race. You think they're the only team that's missing their ace? Probably half of them are. Either they opted out or they got hurt. Different things happen. This happens all the time. This is not the first time that a star pitcher for a team has went went down with an injury or missed a season for whatever reasons. Braves will move forward just like everybody else. Just like I just said, you, you, they have the reason to keep battling. That reason is to try to make the World Series, even in a shortened season like this, to try to get another trophy. It's the perfect time to do it. Everybody has... Same equal chance. So you move on. You keep moving. Thoughts and prayers to Mike Soroka and his family on his recovery. And uh, look forward to seeing him back on the mound just uh, with the speediest and safest recovery he can have. Right, we're going to be fine. Uh, what else? The Washington football team who, at this point, has had – if you're playing bingo, you, you've probably almost filled the card with random crazy – bad media or bad crazy breaks that they could have. Uh, let's add this one to it. Their star young running back, Darius Geis, uh, recently has a bunch of charges brought on him through all kinds of misconduct and other things. So they free and clear did the smartest thing they have done in a long time. Straight up released him. And a lot of people say, well, somebody will sign him. And not until we figure out what's going on because – At this particular juncture, he cleared waivers. And he not only cleared waivers, nobody even reached out. That tells you right now, these teams are not going to put up with it, at least at this juncture. Somewhere down the road they might, not anytime soon. Uh, let me see if there was something... Um I think Oh, congratulations to the Portland Timbers who defeated Orlando City last night in Orlando uh for the MLS's back cup. I believe they get a CONCACAF bid for next year when that tournament uh goes back uh you know, gets revived and, and started back up. Um, it was a fantastic run by both squads. They by far are not uh, – Portland's considered probably a, a top third team anyway. Orlando probably up there as well. But um, they were not the odds-on favorites to to make the game, let alone potentially win it. But this game was uh, absolutely uh, amazing. And congratulations to the Portland Timbers on their victory winning a big-time trophy 
And uh, I look forward to, I believe, action starts tonight for MLS. So we will see. We will see how that plays out. Looking forward to MLS being back, seeing. Let's see, it was saying there was a game tonight, but I am not seeing one on the docket as far as. If we can uh, let me pull up what I'm trying to look for here. Okay, yeah. It's saying that some games start up tonight. Let's see. Yeah, at 8.30... PM tonight on ESPN Plus, you will get FC Dallas versus Nashville. Um, like I said, it's on ESPN Plus. Looks like they are back on the docket. Looks like some more things are going to be around the corner. Hey, there we go. MLS is not only back as as the the uh, tournament kicked off and everything, but Looks like they are going to get back in the swing of things. One game tonight, Sunday. They're playing too. Apparently, they are playing Sunday as well, Dallas and Nashville. Um, both of which seem to be in Dallas. Maybe they are making up for the games they missed for uh, both not being in the MLS's back tournament. And then looks like starting next Thursday, you have uh, New York Red Bulls versus uh, New York City F Football Club, and you get Columbus and Chicago as well. That is a 7 and 7.30 on the plus. So another one to get into it here. And then everybody pretty much by Friday, Friday and Saturday, I believe, are going to start back with their big games there. But tons of stuff coming up. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Like I said, this will never say never, but this will be the last sports club before the rebranding next week. Hope you guys uh, enjoy and enjoy everything uh, we got coming your way. There will be a strong style coming maybe tomorrow, uh, but sometime this week. Uh, get back in the swing of that as well. We're real talk UFC. We will talk all the major pro wrestling promotions as well as NXT is currently on as we record this. But I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Thanks for joining in for our amazing finale. Uh, thanks to everybody who helped make this show great, including you fans. Uh, if you're in the Carrollton or Freeman area, make sure to check out our friends, the Butter Butter Creamery. If you're in the greater Carrollton area and you want to check out a kick-ass brewery, go to our friends at Printer's Ale. Uh, you can find us there. You see about every weekend anyway. You can start doing some shows out there. But beyond that, shout out to Gratic, who hopefully broke the news, even if they didn't tell you how they got it. We will see you guys next week. Deuces, Goose.